in the face of John Collins. Super Bowl champions, Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. And now it's time for Swoop Radio with your host, Josh Sanchez. Welcome everybody to a new podcast, Wednesday Midweek, we have a lot to talk about today. I'm your host, Josh Sanchez, and we have a lot to talk. What I mean is we got to talk about the MLB free agency, what's going on with the trade deadline, and then also the NBA free agency because there are so many deals that are just going down this week and also over the previous weekend that I can't lie to you guys. This podcast is probably going to be a lot of talking, a lot of discussions because I want to know what move do you guys think made the most sense? I also want to know what, I, I just want to know, like, how are you guys feeling about your selected team? So we're going to start with basketball first, and then we're going to conclude with the MLB trade deadline and all the moves. And don't get me wrong, I know the Yankees made a couple good moves. I know the Mets made a good move. The Phillies even added some pitchers, but we'll get to that later. So that's going to be the last topic. But we're going to start today with the M- with the NBA free agency because what the heck's been going on yesterday was insane. So many moves. So honestly, we're just going to give you guys the rundown here and we're going to have some fun here. All right, so we're going to start with a couple of moves. So Chris Paul re-signed with the Phoenix Suns on a four-year deal. million, so now he's locked up until he's 40 years old, so good for him. That's his final deal. Four more years with the Suns. Hopefully they can win a title. They did go to the finals. This is Chris Paul's final destination. And for people just joining in, just put in the comments section. Let me know if you guys can hear me now. I did have to clean up my microphone, so hopefully that's good and you guys can hear me. But just give me a thumbs up or thumbs down if you cannot hear me. So we're going to start with all the moves. So... The Bulls uh, landed Lonzo Ball on the sign-in trade. The Chicago Bulls get Lonzo Ball, but going to the Pelicans, Travis Staderoski and Garrett Temple and a future second-round pick. So now for the Bulls, they have a lineup that consists of, and also, DeMar DeRozan signed a very high deal, in my opinion. Three years, 80-plus million. I definitely think the price is too high, but here's what the Bulls lineup is going to be. For next season. And it's not a bad lineup, but can these guys prove that they can win? So, Lonzo Ball at the point guard, Zach Levine shooting guard, DeMar DeRozan at the three, I believe Larkin in at the four, or he's probably going to be in, on the bench. And then five, you have Vucevic. So that's the starting five for the Bulls. All four of those players. I mean, the Marta Rosen was on a Raptors team that did make the Eastern Conference Finals at least. Now they couldn't beat LeBronto. But DeMar DeRozan has had postseason experience. But the Bulls, I definitely think that they are a borderline playoff team now. Now that they got, especially in the East, they should be, I believe they should be like a six or seven seed because they have a lot of young guys that need to learn how to win. And 
But yeah, with this Lonzo trade, with this Lonzo deal and also siding the Rosen, the Bulls are trying to win and give Zach Levine enough talent so that, that way they can actually win. But they're going to have to prove themselves this season. I don't see this team as a top four team in the East. But they can be in the play-in tournament and make things interesting. The Miami Heat made a couple of deals. They got P.J. Tucker on a two-year deal, and they also got Kyle Lowry in a signing trade. So the Miami Heat get Kyle Lowry, and the Raptors get Precious Akichiwawa and Goran Dragic. So Kyle Lowry's going to the Heat. P.J. Tucker's also going to the Heat. One thing the Heat are going to have is great defense. One through five, everybody can guard except Duncan Robinson. He's probably going to be the one guy that's going to get exposed. You have Bam out of bio down low. So the Heat defensively are solid. They got Victor Oladipo. They have Jimmy Butler. They, they gave Jimmy Butler a four-year, $185 million max extension. So the Miami Heat are going to have great defenders. But the question for them is, offensively, do they have enough shooting because, I mean, Kyle Lowry can hit a couple shots, but now he's 36 years old. He is getting older. So I definitely think Kyle Lowry is still going to be a good, solid veteran point guard for them. But is he going to score 19 points a game and shoot 40% from, from the field and 40% from three-point range? That's going to be the question that's going to have to be answered because this is not a 30-year-old Kyle Lowry. This is a 36-year-old Kyle Lowry. So I like the move. Goran Dragic, he needed the new change of scenery. But the Miami Heat, they one thing they do have with this trade is a lot of defense. And I can definitely see them as a top four seed in the East. Probably being around four or five range, maybe even three seed, honestly. So the Heat, they do get better with these trades. But the question for them is, can they score enough offensively? Oladipo is, is a decent shooter. Jimmy Butler cannot shoot from the outside. Kyle Lowry is a good, solid three-point shooter, but we're going to see what's going to happen with him. And then I know Duncan Robinson's a great shooter, but if he's the only shooter on the floor, you can easily play defense on that and take that away. That's what I'm trying to say here. So it's going to be interesting to see what else is going to happen, but P.J. Tucker is a good defender and... The Miami Heat are going to have some great defense. It's going to be a lot of sluggish basketball with Miami Heat, but that's the whole way of the Miami Heat, Heat culture. So I do like that move in that regard. The Heat should be back in the mix as the top teams in the Eastern Conference, but we'll see how age will play a factor for the for these guys. The Celtics, they added Josh Richardson, so they traded Josh Richardson to the um, Celtics from the Mavericks to the Celtics for a second-round pick. I mean... The Josh Richardson contract kind of sucked, so good job for the Mavericks to get out of that. The Kings added Tristan Thompson in the three-team deal, so the Hawks got DeLon Wright. Boston got Chris Dunn and Bruno Fernando. The Kings get Tristan Thompson. So, I mean, so far, that's not a bad move for either team. It's sort of just like, eh, like I'm just telling you guys the moves, what's going on. DeLon Wright is an okay center or guard. Boston, they get Chris Dunn and Fernando, but Boston, they need more of a real playmaker. That's what they're missing. Uh, that, that's that's the problem with Boston. Uh, with Oklahoma City, I know Kemba Walker for today is having talks. He is going to get seek a buyout from OKC, and he's going to go to the New York Knicks 
in a deal. So pay attention to that later today. If if the news does not break by the time I do this live podcast, just NBA fans, be get ready because Kemba is going to go to New York. So that should be interesting. Because I mean, you have Kemba, you have Derrick Rose coming off the bench, you have Randall. So you got a solid little core, but the Knicks still. Kemba does not scare me in the playoffs as a Sixers fan and also an NBA fan. I'm also looking at that as, okay, the Knicks, they definitely got better, but are do I see them around the 4, 5, 6 seed this year again? Yes, I do. Because the Knicks, even though they play great defense, offensively they have a lot of question marks. R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle really took steps down in the postseason. So they're, they're going to need some questions answered for the New York Knicks. But are they a playoff team? Most definitely. And then adding Kemba helps them solidify that they're not in the play-in tournament. So that's where I would put the Knicks, right in the middle of the mix. Not bad. Good job for the Knicks. They finally got a, a star, but he, he needs a lot of shots to be effective. That's the thing with Kemba. Kemba cannot drop 20 on just 15 shots. He's going to need 20, 25 shots to get to that 30 range. So, I mean, that's going to take a lot of touches out of Randall. It's going to take a lot of touches out of Barrett. So, it's going to be interesting to see how Kemba's going to fit in the mix. But, can he get some buckets? Yeah, he can. So, the Utah Jazz, they agreed to a two-year deal with free agent Rudy Gay. That's not a bad deal for the Jazz. Good job for him. They got a nice little veteran. Powell returns to the Blazers, and the Blazers also add Cody Zeller. The Knicks also keep Derrick Rose, and they also get Evan Fournier on a deal. So, that's not bad for the New York Knicks. So, now they have a little spot-up shooter in Evan Fournier. So, they're trying to get some offense, but I also know Reggie Bullock has also left the Knicks. And I, and I forget off the top of my head. I got to pull up and where I can find it. But I know Bullock also is going to another team as well. So you lose Bullock, but then you get Fournier. So, but, and, but also for $85 million is way too much. Evan Fournier is good, but he's not $85 million good. That's why I'm looking at all these deals. Like Jared Allen from the Cleveland Cavaliers got five years, $100 million. Like, I'm sorry, Jared, Jared Allen is an okay big man, but he's not worth $100 million. He's not. I'm sorry. And this is why Cleveland will always suck, in my opinion. This is why Cleveland, you take LeBron James out, they're always going to suck. Why are you giving Jared Allen a five-year $100 million contract? He's not worth it. Not worth it at all. Um, looking at other moves, I know Mike Conley staying with the Jazz on a three-year deal. Nicholas Batoon is staying with the Clippers for a two-year deal. And then, obviously, the Warriors, Curry gets a four-year, $215 million extension. Robin Lopez is going with the Magic. Um, and then, also, we got to get into all these freaking Laker moves. I, I call the Lakers now Team Old Heads. They, they signed Melo. They signed... Trevor Ariza, they signed, um, trying to remember, I don't know if it's Wes Matthews, but they, they signed, they signed another old head. Uh, they signed Kent Bazemore. They signed, I'm trying to remember who else they signed. I know they signed Mello. I already mentioned that. 
I'm going to pull up all the Lakers moves right now. But they signed a bunch of guys to just a one-year contract. And uh, they, they also signed Malik Monk. And they also signed... So I know Malik Monk, he's okay. Everyone's hype about Malik Monk going to the Lakers, but I, Malik Monk is really not that good. He's really kind of overrated, in my opinion. I've never been a Malik. He kind of let me down, Malik Monk. Because, I mean, you got to look at it. He was playing on the Hornets, and what did they win? They didn't win anything. They, they still stunk. So I'm just looking like... He was on a crappy team. That's why his numbers were up. But Malik Monk does not wow me. So, and also I know the Lakers, they traded. I talked about this last week. They got Russell Westbrook on a three-team deal. So now the Lakers lineup is going to consist of Westbrook, probably Malik Monk, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Marcus Saul. I, I don't, I don't, we got to figure out who else, probably Melo and then, Davis and then Marcus all be off the bench, but I know the Lakers still have a couple more roster spots, so they'll probably add a couple more names. Uh, Wayne Ellington, that was one of the guys. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to free figure it out here. So here's what the lineups consist of for the Lakers. So you got Russell Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn coming off the bench, Kent Bazemore, Talon, uh, Talon Horton Tucker, Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, LeBron James, Trevor Ariza. Mark Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony, Marcus Saul, Dwight Howard. So I mean, I mean, Baysmore he shoots forty percent, but only three attempts. Ellington, Ellington's a good, a good shot, a good solid shooter. But I mean, these are all last season's numbers. Carmelo Anthony shot forty percent from deep. So I mean, the Lakers they did add shooting to complement Westbrook and everybody. But I'm also looking at it like. Westbrook and LeBron are both going to need, <laughs> they're both going to need the ball in their hands. So I'm just going to be like, how is this going to work? So, but I mean, it is LeBron. He'll probably figure it out. And I know Dennis Schroeder's most likely going to leave. He's definitely going to leave the Lakers now. So, and then let's look at the other moves. So that's all the moves the Lakers made. I definitely think the Lakers are going to be the favorites coming out of the West early because a lot of people don't know what's going to happen with Klay Thompson. But, Look at it from that. The Lakers have made a lot of moves. They got Dwight Howard. They lost Drummond because Drummond signed a one-year deal with the Sixers, a move that I actually love. I think that Drummond adds a lot to the table, and he is an upgrade compared to Dwight Howard. He's 28 years old. You got him on a veteran's minimum, and he can get you 10 rebounds and 10 points a night. That's all you need coming out of your bench as a backup big to compliment Joel Embiid. And I also love that they used to have beef, but now they're going to be best friends. So looking at it that way, good move for the Sixers. And I know the Sixers also got George Niang, or uh, not George Niang, but uh, the, the white guy on the Jazz. Sorry, I'm, I'm going blank on, on, the, on the names. I apologize. But he's a good shooter as well. He shoots over 40% from deep. And he can add that stretch four big that the Sixers need coming off the bench. So that's something that the Sixers really lacked. So good moves. Two moves for the Sixers. But we're also adding... We're looking at other moves here. Because this is all about the uh, free agent deadline. So with the Westbrook trade, like I mentioned last week... Westbrook, two second-round picks go to the Lakers. Wizards get Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. So the Lakers, they said they lost over. They lost their two guys that shot over 100 threes in the regular season and made over 100 threes. But they also get Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington is a very good shooter. 
He shot over 40% on six attempts from three-point range. But also, though, he was not... I'm also looking at it like Wayne Ellington was really not... He was on the Pistons, so it wasn't like he was that good. My bad, real quick. I am live streaming. Sorry, friends are trying to call me while I'm in the middle of a live stream. Come on, guys. You guys know my schedule. But as we're thinking about other moves here, and we're going to keep... We're, gonna, we're just going to keep on going. The Hornets trade for Jones. H-Town. Let's see. The Rockets, they just get a bunch of picks. Indiana. I know the Pacers, they re-signed TJ McCollum. I know they also have been dealing for Brogdon, but it looks like their core is going to stay together. Um, The pump, uh, the Pistons deal Plumlee to the Hornets. Mason Plumlee. And uh, for picks, the Cleveland Cavaliers get Ricky Rubio. The Brooklyn Nets, they also re-signed Patty. They got Patty Mills on a two-year, $12 million deal. I know that's somebody I wanted the Sixers to look at, a guy that can hit 240% from deep. But he's on the Brooklyn Nets. And also the Brooklyn Nets, they re-signed Bruce Brown. And they also, as I'm just double-checking here, it's going to be, I honestly think the NBA Finals is going to be Lakers and Nets. So this is this is it for the Lakers, honestly, in my opinion. This is legit it. LeBron got one more year left on his deal. It's going to be 38 by the time he's done. He's going to be 37 by the end of this season. This is it. And also the Brooklyn Nets, they got Javon Carter in a first-round pick. Dyron Sharp. The Suns, they got Landry Shamit. So just looking at all the moves, Celtics, Kemba Walker, Horford's going to Boston. That was a long time ago trade. But it should be an interesting offseason, I will say. I will say a lot of the Eastern Conference teams, they got a little bit better. The Heat got a little bit better with Kyle Lowry. The If the Knicks get Kemba, they get a little bit better. Uh, the As I'm just trying to see what else the... I know the Hawks, they signed Trey Young to a $200 million extension. And also another thing, with these rule changes coming into place, it's going to be interesting to see, can defense, it looks like defense is about to be the new wave in the NBA. And you heard it here first on Swoop Radio. My bad if I've been a little hesitant just because I'm just trying to figure out when I'm done. Yeah, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to figure out all the moves and everything, get everything organized. But it's going to be interesting to see what is going to happen in this offseason. The Bulls, they got a little bit better. But as a Sixers fan, I'm sitting here. The Sixers so far have made two deals. They got Niang, and they also got Andre Drummond. They got their stretch four, and they got a better backup big than they were last year. With the Sixers team as is, they are still a top four, top three seed in the Eastern Conference. And especially with Matisse Stiebel playing overseas in the Olympics and looking really well. And another thing, Markeith Morris is finalizing a deal to go to the Heat. So the Heat are going to have a bunch of dogs that are not scared to foul and not scared to play defense. So it's going to be, you might come out of the Miami with a black eye each each night, but that's what it's looking like. But and also Collins agrees to a $125 million deal with the Hawks. So as we're just looking at all these moves that, that's that's happening, it's, it's looking like each team in Eastern Conference is getting a little bit better. But, I mean, I, as a Sixers fan, I'm still not worried. With the whole Ben Simmons thing, it looks it's looking like Ben Simmons is going to come back. And that's necessarily not a bad thing. Everyone, I mean, maybe they can mend their relationship, work things out, and have 
Ben Simmons in a Philadelphia 76ers uniform next year, and maybe if he pulls up with a little jumper and Matisse Stiebel gets a little bit better, hitting more threes consistently, Sixers can find a way to get Danny Green again to add that shooting depth. I know they're in talks of getting a deal. Sixers should be right in the mix again. Tyrese Maxey gets a little bit better. He can he can go for a six-man-of-the-year type of deal. So hopefully that's what we are looking for when it comes to the Philadelphia 76ers. So, I mean, as a fan, I'm not really worried. I, I, still, I still think that the Sixers are a top four seed. And thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys are being patient with me as I'm trying to organize all these moves all at once. But the, the Sixers are in a good spot. And I'm not really worried as a fan. I mean, it it did suck watching these playoffs. But even with the Sixers team as is, and now they got Andre Drummond, they were a number one seed. So hopefully they can continue to play like this. Do I think Embiid, because I know with him, I know he's been in it. We're going to look at some buzz here. We're going to figure out what else is going on. But I know with Embiid and his leg injury, he looks like he's going to be good to go. So... There's still a lot more free agents, though, left on the, on the block, though. Because I know Tony Bradley, oh, he agreed with the Bulls. Um, Hassan Whiteside has agreed to the Utah Jazz. Alfonso McKinney, waived by Los Angeles. Here is his name, George's Niang. <laughs> so, he also adds Def. And I know the Sixers, they also waived George Hill. Ish Smith's going to the Hornets. Um... Yeah, so it's looking like, and also uh, Talon Horton Tucker agreed to a three-year deal. Tony Snell's going to the Portland Trailblazers. Yep, DeMar Rosen's going to the Bulls. Malik Monk agreed to a deal with the Lakers. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen because I'm trying to figure out what other free agents are available. So let's see here. I'm going to figure out how many free agents are left. We're going to pull it up here. So NBA remaining. Because I know Kawhi Leonard is still on the mix. So he's going to be, he's still going to be on the field. So here we go. Let's see. Well, no, Hassan Whiteside was already taken. Jabari Parker, Kendrick Nunn. Man, these guys, man. Justin Winslow is also another guy still not there. Paul Millsap, J.J. Redick. Is he still? No way he's a free agent, is he? Lou Williams. This can't be right. I just want to make sure. If if this is, man, I mean, there's still moves. But I know the Sixers don't have any money. So that's the thing. So NBA free agency tracker. So let's see available free agencies that's left. We're going to work on this together. We're just talking it out. Let's see. All right, so these are all the free agents that are remaining. So Kawhi Leonard, um, Dennis Schroeder, he's unrestricted. He's still available. I know Spencer Dinwiddie's having talks. Dinwiddle's having talks to go to the Washington Wizards. The The Brooklyn Nets are going to do a sign-in trade. Reggie Jackson, unrestricted. Marketing. So, there, I mean, there's, there's a couple names left, but it's not. I mean, there's still moves to be made. So this concludes the first topic here. We're going to take a very quick break here. Thank you guys for being patient with me as I'm reading everything and trying to figure out everything on the fly. Honestly, biggest moves before we wrap up this topic. 
obviously the Lakers and all their moves. I definitely think the Lakers are a legit contending team. But the question with them is they are team old heads. So can they stay healthy for the regular season? They have a star in Anthony Day-to-Day Davis that has never finished a full season. So question for the Lakers is, can they stay healthy? And can LeBron and Westbrook play with each other? Because they're both ball-dominant players. They need the ball in their hands to be dominant. They, they're not spot-up shooters. They're not. As great as LeBron is, he is not a spot-up shooter. Never has been, never will be. Great leader, great ball handler, but let's be honest, not a knockdown shooter consistently. So, I think the Lakers are big winners. I think the Miami Heat are also big winners. Uh, I also think that just seeing all these deals, a lot of guys are just overpaid. Kemba Walker is probably going to be overpaid. Jared Allen getting overpaid. I'm just like, that's why, like the NBA, man, it's so much money. Like, it's too much. The fact that the Sixers got Drummond for that price, great move from them. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see what's going to happen. So, hopefully... This season's going to be nice. But you guys are tuning in to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Twitch.tv Live right now. And also for my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff. We're going to take a quick little five-minute break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about some NBA free agency. So Swoop Radio will be right back. Welcome back to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. We're going to speed things up here because I do have to make a couple phone calls in a little bit. But we are going to finish today's podcast with MLB trade deadline talk. So we're going to talk about all 56 moves that were made in a wild MLB trade deadline. So we're going to get started with the White Sox acquiring Devi Grulion. From the Rays. So that was part of a little deal. The Royals acquired Joel Pampas from the Blue Jays. Apologize for these names. As you guys can see, Rockies acquire Ashton Godier from the Reds. Rays acquire Sean Armstrong from the Orioles. Pirates acquire Dylan Peters from the Angels. The Mets acquired Mark Payton from the Reds. The Cardinals acquired TJ Zook from the Blue Jays. Zoosh Scoop. Sorry. Had to do that for fun. The Pirates acquired Michael Chavez from the Red Sox. The Dodgers acquired Billy McKinney from the Mets. The Phillies acquire Freddie Galvis from the Orioles. Great defender adds defense to a terrible defensive team. The Rays acquire Jordan Lupal and DJ Johnson from the Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians now, no longer the Cleveland Indians. The Cardinals acquire John Lester from the Nationals. The Brewers acquire Daniel Norris from the Tigers. Uh, he's Yeah, so there's Daniel Norris right there. Cardinals acquire J.A. Happ from the Twins from for John Gant. The Mariners acquire Tyler Anderson from the Pirates. Red Sox acquire Hansel Robles from the Twins. The, Astro, the Astros, <clears throat> sorry guys, acquired Yimmy Garcia from the Marlins. Giants acquire Tony Watson from the Angels. White Sox acquire Ryan Tepria from the Cubs. MVP, MVP. The Cubs traded a lot. The Nationals also traded a lot of their guys as well. Looks like it's 
It's like a lot of stuff is happening here. The Brewers acquired John Curtis from the Marlins, and he also appeared in nine postseason games for the Rays. So he's going to really help the Brewers in that bullpen. The A's acquired Andrew uh, Chaffin from the Cubs, another Cubs guy gone. Blue Jays acquired Joaquin Soria from the D-backs. Reds acquired Luis Sesa and Justin Wilson from the Yankees. And there are only 40 spots on 40-man roster, so you got to trade for Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo in a few hours. So that's exactly what the Yankees did, the Yankees got. So they got rid of those two guys, and then they ended up getting Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. The Braves acquire Stefan Vogat, Vogat from the D-backs. Braves acquire Eddie Ruzio from the Guardians. Braves also acquire Adam Duvall from the Marlins. Braves also acquire Jock Peterson from the Cubs. Braves even more acquire Jorge Soler from the Warrior from the Royals. And Soler led he was a former American leaguer that led the league with 48 home runs so two years ago. It's crazy. Braves acquire Richard Rodriguez from the Pirates. So that was all the Braves moves. So they they are going all in. So the Braves, they added Richard Rodriguez, Jorge Soler, Adam Dovar, Eddie Rosio, uh, Jock Peterson, Stefan Vogt. <clears throat> Jeez, very busy. The Yankees acquire Clay Holmes from the Pirates for Holy Park. The Phillies acquire uh, Braden is the Phillies move. Braden Ogle from the Pirates for Adam Gutierrez. So Ogle is a big league lefty reliever. So and then Gutierrez is he was a very good catcher. He's a very good prospect. So maybe he can help out the Pirates in their farm system. We'll see. The Padres, they acquired Jake Marcinic from the Cubs. The Astros acquire Phil Matten from the Guardians for Miles Straw. So, bullpen arms. That's what you need in the postseason baseball, postseason arms. Reds acquire Michael Givens from the Rockies for Case Williams. Mets acquire Rich Hill from the Rays. That's a pretty good move. Another pitcher to help the Mets pitching staff. Astros acquire Kendall Graveman from the Mariners for for Abrian Toro. So, all-time feel-no-trade, several players, so wild-card hunt, yep. Mariners acquired Diego Castillo from the Rays. The Dodgers, and the Dodgers are another team, geez. The Dodgers acquired Danny Duffy from the Royals. Man, so we go from the worst team to, like, the best team. Yankees acquire Andrew Hainsley from the Angels. A's acquire Yan Gomes and Josh Harrison from the Nationals. The White Sox acquire Cesar Hernandez from the Guardians. Brewers acquire Eduardo Escobar from the D-backs. So that's, he's welcome back. I know he used to play for the Brewers a long time ago. Padres acquire Adam Frazier from the Pirates. Padres also acquire Daniel Hudson from the Nationals. So again, the, the, the NL West is all loading up. The Giants, Dodgers, and Padres. It's going to be a three-team slugfest. The Blue Jays acquire Brand Hand from the Nationals. The Phillies, another one. Good move. Acquire Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy, Ian Kennedy from the Rangers for Spencer, How- for Spencer Howard. Spencer Howard kind of stunk. It's time for him to move on and the Phillies to move on. So... I mean, you get Kyle Gibson, a good starter, and Ian Kennedy in the bullpen. That's what the Phillies needed, and their bullpen gets some help. And Kyle Gibson also helps and adds that little third part to the rotation. 
So now here's where the, the, the moves get well. The Oakland A's acquire Starling Marte from the Mar- Marlins for Luis Luzardo. So very underrated Starling Marte, and he can also throw the ball well. Very good defender. The Red Sox acquire Kyle Schwarber playing his best baseball this season. And I know he's a little banged up, but they got him for the Nationals. That really helps the Red Sox add another slugger. The Rays acquire Nelson Cruz from the trend. Twins. I mean, I mean, Cruz is everywhere. He's always on there. He's a great veteran. He's looking for his first career ring, so that's a good move. The San Francisco Giants acquire Chris Bryant from the Cubs. Again, world championship from 2016. All of the Cubbies guys are leaving, and it was an, an emotional moment for all of them. Him, Anthony Rizzo, and Javier Baez are all traded, so it is a full rebuild for the Cubs again. It's time, you know, but they're able to break the curse of a 106-year drought. I mean, you do that, you're going to buy a beer anywhere. <laughs> so, great move for the Giants, so... The Blue Jays, they acquire Jorge Barrios from the Twins for Austin Martin and Simon Woods Richardson. So, good, another good move. The Blue Jays, they added depth ready to help them out and survive the AL East. The Yankees acquire Joey Gallo from the Rangers. That's great. Again, he's going to love that, that right field little porch. The White Sox acquire Craig Kimball from the Cubs. This was a great move for the White Sox. They needed a closer big time, and that's what they got. Craig Kimball was not scared of the moment. The Mets acquire Javier Baez. What do the Mets need, guys? Offense. And the fact that they got Javier Baez and now Francisco Lindor, that is now a nice middle infield, solid, and they should be good for a while. So I'm pretty excited for that. The Yankees acquire Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. That's great. Rizzo's already hit two bombs for the Yankees. So, and he was in another emotional moment, but Anthony Rizzo's a beast. And obviously, the big move of the MLB postseason trade deadline, the Dodgers getting Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Not only do they get a stud in Max Scherzer, but they also get another stud, 300-plus hitter in Trey Turner from the Nationals to add to the already stacked roster. They have Mookie Betts. They have, uh, they just have so many. They have, uh, I'm going blank on the amount of names. They have Kershaw on their rotation. They have all these freaking guys, and they just add more. And that's what the Dodgers do, and that's why they are always, that's why they're trying to repeat as we look at all of their roster. I mean, you just can't make this up. This picture just says it best. Mookie Betts, great closer. Cody Bellinger, Justin Turner, I believe. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm just going blank on all the names. It's been a while. But, yeah, so the Dodgers are stacked, and they should be MLB champions by the end of this year. But that concludes today's podcast. Thank you guys for talking, having great conversation, and I apologize for the audio earlier. But just like I said, you guys can tune in every Wednesday, follow the podcast, Swoop Radio, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff. Tune in. We have great debates, great discussion. It's always a great time here on Swoop Radio. And then obviously like and subscribe to our Twitch channel as well. I'm around 40 followers now. I'm almost at 50. I'm trying to get to affiliate. 
that would be a great start. And then who knows, maybe we can start getting money for the live streams and all that fun stuff. For the rest of the schedule, I'm also going to start doing a live spiritual podcast in September. It's going to probably be called either Your Spiritual Best Friend or You, Me, and the Stars. That's the final poll. I'm going to run the poll on social media and see which one people really like and gravitate towards. But I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Stay safe. Tune in to my Pokemon live streams as well. I'm going to live stream tomorrow and most likely Friday or even Saturday. So we're going to have some fun there. But for now, guys, now it's officially stay safe. And this is Josh officially signing off. Swoop.